Welcome to This Week in California Education. I'm Lewis Friedberg. And I'm John Fensterwald. Well, there was good news this week from the California State University, often referred to as Cal State or CSU, not to be confused with the University of California and its 10 campuses. The CSU is making a concerted effort to increase the graduation rate on its 23 campuses, and this week it announced some modest progress. A quarter of students entering as freshmen graduated in four years. That's up three percentage points from the year before. And those who graduated in six years rose two percentage points to 61%. That obviously leaves a lot of room for improvement, but it's headed in the right direction. CSU attributes the increase to more counseling and a push to encourage students to take a full load of courses. That's important because in this week's program, we'll explore one factor that's preventing more students from taking more courses and graduating in greater number. Large numbers of them are holding down full-time jobs while in college. We'll meet one of those students, Fresno State senior Elijah Sherell, but first, let's speak with Larry Gordon, our higher education reporter in Los Angeles, who has been covering the issue. Larry, welcome to This Week in California Education. Thanks for having me, Lewis. So, Larry, tell us, what does the research show about the impact of students working on their academic performance? There's been two big studies about that in the past year. They show pretty much the same thing, that if students work fewer than 15 hours a week, it helps them focus themselves, helps them with scheduling, connects them to the campus. But if students are working more than 15 and particularly more than 20 hours a week, the studies show that their grades tend to slide and take longer to graduate. They're more disengaged from the campus community. So it's a lot of thought about how to get students to work fewer hours. Wow, that's fascinating. So it actually shows that if you work a certain amount of time, it actually helps you. And if you work too much, it has the opposite effect. That's right. And there's also seemed to be some distinction about working on campus or off campus. Students who are working on campus, whether it's for work study or just a regular job on campus, tend to be more engaged. And they also have supervisors and bosses who are more forgiving. If a student says, hey, I need two hours to study for my calculus class, the dean or even the, you know, the, the, the kitchen supervisor in the cafeteria is more likely to say, fine, take the two hours. Well, what are the, some of the factors that are forcing students to work so many hours, Larry? Pretty much rent, it seems to be the biggest issue, because the students I spoke to often had their tuition covered by Cal Grants and Pell Grants. It's all the extras, and it really pushes into this whole sense that rent in California is getting expensive for everybody. And even in uh, areas that are thought to be a little bit more affordable, like Central Valley, the rents are going up there as well. Of course, like you know, the students at San Francisco State in uh, Los Angeles you know, are really feeling the pinch because at CSUs are not very, very deluxe with the number of the dorms they have. They really are much more of a commuter school. You know, for a lot of the students, that means trying to find housing competing with regular families. Well, Larry, students have been working to pay their way through college for time immemorial, I would say, but it seems like many students are having to work excessive hours. What can really be done about this? I mean, it's the reality that they have to pay. 
for their college costs. Yeah, there are a couple of things in the works. One is in California, if the legislature and taxpayers are willing to do it, there's a thought of expanding Cal grants to cover not just the tuition, but to have more money to reflect the full cost of attendance, which includes housing and books. Another interesting idea is to establish a California work-study program. Most work-study programs are federally financed. Students usually can get up to 15 hours a week. I know I had one in college as a campus mailman, and uh, it was a very easy, nice job and made me feel so spoiled now when I interviewed students who were working 40 hours a week at terrible jobs. The work-study program would be similar to the federal one, be on campus, again, keep the students engaged. Of course, all that requires an investment from taxpayers in the state. Well, you had mentioned that Pell Grants have not kept up with the cost of living. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, the Pell Grants, you know, are going up $100. They're getting it in the range, you know, for many students, around 5000 a year. The Trump administration actually wanted to cut it. But, you know, it's way, way out of whack with tuition and with the cost of inflation in academia, which is much, much higher than the regular inflation. We're going to be talking with a student at Fresno State University who's been juggling school and work. And he is now actually working at something called a money management center at Fresno State University to advise students, I guess, how to handle some of these pressures. Is that something that's happening at other campuses? I mean, I guess there's an argument to be made to really help students cope with this. More schools are getting more aggressive about talking to students about their fears of loans, telling the students, look, I know you might be afraid of debt, but it's actually an investment. If you take on a moderate amount of debt now, get out of college in four years, and then get a really good paying job and be able to pay the debt rather than be working a bad job flipping burgers and taking on yet another year of uh, tuition and dorm costs and, and housing costs. There's more issues of, of trying to counsel people, not as many in that formal setting. It's not just about hours you're working. It's trying to educate students about all sorts of issues, about credit card debt, about helping to choose careers, you know, things like that. A lot of students come to campus and are pretty much clueless about being an independent adult and handling your finances and making decisions about working and borrowing and spending, too. So I think it, it helps. We're speaking with Larry Gordon, EdSource's higher education reporter. Larry, besides working, there are other factors, too, that make it hard for students to complete college in four years. Talk about that, if you will. Yeah, I mean, there's many issues. You know, one which Cal State and UC are really trying to do, is just the availability of courses. If you need a very specific slot in your class schedule filled for a requirement and you don't have access to preferential registration or you get there a little late, you know, the class is filled. Other issues are just responsibilities. There's a lot of people at Cal State who have their own children and are trying to, you know, juggle life, school, family, work, you know, there's a lot of talk about trying to make class schedules more flexible, you know, to fit the reality of, of a lot of people's lives. And, you know, also there's there's been this tradition that at Cal State in particular is trying to, to uh, get rid of. There had been this kind of like more lackadaisical culture of people taking 12 units and saying, yeah, don't take too many credits. But now the push is, you know what? We have to really want to pressure you to get out of here in four years. There's more uh, programming to tell people 
don't be on the lesser side of credits. Larry, you've drawn attention to this issue of rising rents as a main driver of students having to work, and that's very disturbing because I don't think there's any sign that rents are going to be going down in California. I guess we have a proposition on the ballot that's going to impose some rent controls, which is supposed to help target the issue. But uh, this is a big issue in California. It is. And it's also leading to, in certain areas, really pressure on the schools trying to build more dorms or go into partnership with developers to have more student-oriented apartments, you know, not in the main housing market. You know, I know UC Santa Cruz, which has its own limitations on space and water and environmental reviews, is having a crazy bad housing crunch. And, you know, there's issues to build uh, proposals to build thousands of more beds, you know, in those areas. So, you know, it's expensive. It faces its own controversies. But, you know, more and more schools may be having to uh, push to put their own housing on campuses, even places that traditionally had very few, especially some of the urban Cal states that, you know, would draw from students who live within 30 miles of campus. So, multifaceted problem. Larry Gordon, thanks for drawing our attention to this. I know you'll be following the issue. Thanks so much. Good being with you. We now have Elijah Sherrell on the line. He's 24 years old. He's a senior at Fresno State University. And as of last month, has started working at the university's Money Management Center, the one that we just talked with Larry about. He told us about his own challenges juggling several jobs while being a full-time student. My freshman year, back in 2012, from I think probably 2012 to 2013, I had three different part-time jobs, um, and those were all located around Fresno State because I did not have a car. So I worked across the street at what is called the Save Mart Center, which is the event center in Fresno. I had a job with the Fresno State newspaper um, called the Collegian, and then I also worked in Fresno State's call center. And that was your freshman year? Yeah, that was my freshman year. And how many hours were you working then? So at that time, um, I was working a little over 40 hours, combining all the different jobs. You said 40 hours a week. That's like having a full-time job. Were you going to school as a full-time student? Yes, I was going to school as a full-time student, and I was also an athlete at that time, too. Well, let me ask you, why did you have to do these jobs? Uh, wasn't there financial aid available to you? My parents, um, my mom, she had a nice amount of income and it didn't qualify me to receive any grants. My loans that I received from financial aid were about $5,500, so they covered a portion of tuition. But on top of that, I still had to pay about $1,000 to cover the rest of my tuition for the year on top of books, um, rent, any kind of studying needs that I would need as far as like pens, paper, um, and then just, just regular day-to-day -day life bills. So Don't want to put you on the spot or your parents on the spot, but did you, did you get or are you getting support from your parents? Financially, no. My dad had a stroke, so that was one income that was just taken away. So he got out of the hospital two weeks before I left for college. So that changed the dynamics of everything. He had a lot of medical bills, some therapy that he had to go to, and then medication. So the finances changed a lot. It was a lot for us to balance, but at the end, you know, we all made it through it together. We're talking with Elijah Shirell, who's a senior at Fresno State, who's had multiple jobs while being a full-time student, and it turns out uh, an athlete as well. What kind of impact did all these jobs have on your academic performance. I honestly was missing out on a lot of sleep just to make sure that my grades were up, but also so that I could make sure I was at work. Working that much time, it takes a lot of time away from studying. 
because for every class they recommend that I think it's that you take about two hours of studying per unit um, per week. So if you're balancing 18 units of classes, that's something that you need to multiply studying time into. And since most of my week was going towards work and then also just being in class, sometimes I wouldn't have as much time as I would like to be able to study, to make sure that my readings are done. So oftentimes I would see that my grades were definitely suffering just from the fact that I would have to balance the the time of being at work for eight hours a day and then having school where I'm in class, but also making up the time outside of class to make sure that all of my studies are taken care of. But were you able to stay on track? Is this your fourth year? Have you been there four years or you've been there longer? So I've been in Fresno for six years. I took off one year in total. I took off two different semesters, I would say probably two years apart because my financial aid, my loan for tuition didn't come through. So for those semesters, I was going to have to pay out of pocket for tuition about $3,000 and I didn't have that money available. So in order to make sure that I could stay in college, I had to take the time off until I could get the money for the next semester. So that pushed me back a little bit as well. But this is technically my fourth year in college as far as academics go. When you see other students who don't have to work as much as you have to work, do you feel resentful? <laughs> do you feel the system is unfair? So I don't feel resentful. Certain things happen because they're in preparation for what's to come. So I know that everything that's happened in my life up to this point, it's prepared me for what's coming in my future. Like even this conversation right now, if I didn't have all the jobs and all the experiences that I've had over the past couple of years, we wouldn't have this conversation right now. So I try to always keep a, a positive outlook on everything. I've been prepared for adulthood at a different level where I know how to kind of balance life after college as well. I guess I've seen both ends of it, college life and then also just the work life, kind of being able to bridge the two. So I feel like it's it's been beneficial for me. Elijah, good luck at your end and uh, look forward to hearing how you manage this year. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. That was Elijah Sherell, a senior at Fresno State University. You know, John, it's pretty remarkable to be reminded about what it takes for some students to get through college in the face of all these rising costs. And Elijah's story reminded me that when I was a student in my freshman year, I worked for 10 hours a week in the dining hall as a busboy. Not so much at the time, but in hindsight, it was a great experience. It was, and you could see that, that Elijah matured and gained a lot of wisdom and efficiency in what he did. But the studies say more than 15 hours, it really then has a negative effect. And we shouldn't expect all students to be go through and be as heroic as Elijah was. And talking about heroic, we just have under three weeks to go before Election Day, and scheduling conflicts prevented State Superintendent of Public Instruction Tony Thurmond from being on this week's program, but he'll be coming in for an interview next week, so tune in for that. You can hear what Marshall Tuck, his opponent, had to say on our podcast website. We spoke with him last week, and you can find the interview at edsource.org slash podcast. After we talked with Marshall Tuck, millions more dollars have poured into this campaign, mainly through the independent expenditure committees, and at our latest count, over $40 million have gone into the race. And what's interesting is nobody really knows what the results are going to be because there have been no public polls, and both sides, both campaigns, are keeping their results of their internal polling 
very close to the chest, which to me suggests that it's a close race. If you haven't seen or heard anything on radio or TV, it's because you're not watching and listening. Okay. Well, that just about wraps it up for this week in California education. Thanks to our sponsor, the S.D. Bechtel Jr. Foundation. Our producer is Shuka Kalatari. Our music is from Nate Schwartz Jazz Orchestra. If you like what you hear, write us a review on iTunes. I'm Lewis Friedberg. And I'm John Fensterwald. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. 